Kate, October 24th. Kate knew Victor wasn't happy, even before she looked up from her notes to see the anger settling over his face in a heavy cloud. The room was silent. Everyone, five lawyers from Sloan Thayer, ten from Associated Mutual Bank, waiting for him to say something. Instead, Victor leaned back in his conference room chair, hands folded neatly in his lap. With his salt-and-pepper hair and perfectly tailored suit, he looked handsome and dignified, despite his obvious annoyance. Amid the uncomfortable quiet, Kate's stomach growled. She cleared her throat and shifted in her chair, hoping no one had heard. She'd been too nervous this morning to eat. There'd been the meeting, but there'd also been the argument she'd been bracing to have with Amelia— The argument had never materialized. Instead, Amelia had left for school with a smile and a cheerful wave, leaving Kate late for work and with an excess of unused adrenaline. Kate glanced longingly at the endless array of bagels and fruit and sweets laid out on the conference room sideboard. But when you were running a client meeting in the place of Jeremy Firth, the beloved head of litigation at Sloan Thayer, you didn't get up to grab a snack in the middle of it. You do realize, Victor said, pointing at Kate, that complying with this subpoena will nullify any later objections. I understand your frustration, Victor, Kate said calmly. But SEC is within its rights to... Within its rights? Victor snapped. Overcompensating is more like it. Kate held Victor's stare, which had morphed into something more of a glare vacillating now, even in the slightest, would be fatal. Victor would surely demand to see Jeremy, and while Kate might be a partner, she was still a junior one. She needed to be able to handle this on her own. And what about merit? Doesn't that... Before Victor could finish his thought, the phone in the conference room rang, startling everyone. Rebecca, the junior associate, dutifully hustled to answer it as Victor turned back to Kate. I want our objections made part of the official record, and I want a budget for this whole mess before anyone opens a single box of documents. Do that, and you've got your document collection. Agreed? As though Kate would be pocketing the extra firm earnings herself. In fact, she wouldn't benefit at all, beyond Jeremy's appreciation. That wasn't inconsequential, of course. Remaining one of Jeremy's favored disciples mattered a lot. Absolutely, Victor. Kate said. We'll certainly do our best to... Excuse me, Kate, said a voice in her ear. When Kate glanced up, Rebecca looked petrified to be interrupting. Sorry, but your secretary's on the phone. She says there's a call you need to take. Kate felt her face flush. Taking a call in the middle of a meeting with Victor Stark was even worse than grabbing a bagel. Kate's secretary, Beatrice, would never have interrupted that kind of meeting. But she was out sick. Kate had told her replacement not to disturb her unless it was an absolute emergency. But the girl had had such a blank look on her face that Kate was convinced she was high. Unfortunately, refusing the call wasn't an option either. Kate was waiting to hear back from a judge's clerk about her application for a temporary restraining order for another client. "'Excuse me for one moment, please.' Kate said, trying to make it seem as though the interruption was all very expected. I'll just be second. 
The room was quiet as she made her way over to pick up the receiver. She could feel everyone staring at her. Luckily, as she pressed down on the flashing hold button, the conversation behind her finally picked up. Victor's associates laughed obediently, probably at one of his jokes. This is Kate Barron. Yes, Miss Barron, said the woman on the other end. This is Mrs. Pearl, the dean of students at Grace Hall. A call she needed to take. How could her daughter not have even crossed her mind? Is Amelia okay? Kate's heart picked up speed. Yes, yes, she's fine. Mrs. Pearl said.